All right, get ready, everybody, because today we are breaking down the latest in the Shannon Storms Bedore drama because she went storming into someone's apartment with a hit and run turned DUI. And we have all the latest details, including the latest footage that has now been released by TMZ. And then in just a bit, I will be joined by Selling the OC star Kayla Cardona to dish on all the latest tea in Netflix land with her co-star. So get ready for that. Let's dive in, shall we? You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TV tea, served fresh three times a week. Now, let's dive in. First up, let's dive into all the latest. Well, let's get into a couple of tidbits of tea, and then we'll dive into the latest with Shannon Badur. So, yes, as you guys saw, I was just on Heather McDonald's Juice Scoop, and I am very grateful for all the love that I have received about my appearance on Juicy Scoop. Very grateful to Heather McDonald. I had such a blast. Um, the link is in the description below if you guys want to tune in. Definitely let Heather know that you enjoyed having me on the show because I would always love to come back um and then i wanted to clarify something that people keep mentioning in the comments about whether or not i got paid to get on juicy scoop because obviously that was like one of the things that justin martindale came out and talked about i just want to be very clear like you typically don't get paid to be like a guest on podcasts it's kind of like a talk show or like a radio show if you're a guest you typically don't get paid nor should you really because you're going for the exposure like when a celebrity goes on a press tour they like promote a book or promote a show like it's just not industry standard typically you know if you're a guest you don't get paid if you're a series regular and you appear on a show regularly and have like regularly scheduled recurring appearances that's a bit different um in that case i think that is fair it's not always the industry standard but i think it's fair that you get paid as a regular depending on how often you are on the show fair right um, I do believe that regulars on Juicy Scoop have gotten paid before. I was not paid. I did not ask to be paid. I have zero expectation of getting paid. Again, it's not the industry standard. I was just very grateful that Heather extended the invite and I was happy to do it. I know Jeff Lewis pays his regulars, which is great. But like not even Watch What Happens Live pays their guests. But again, they don't have regular co-hosts. So I was very grateful. I had a blast. Thank you to Heather for having me on. Um, I also got to announce that I will be returning to the Bourbon Room for a special live taping of No Filter, No Filter Friendsgiving Night Out, November 19th. Zach Pack members will get first dibs on tickets, so stay tuned for that. Expect an email. Ex- expect a YouTube notification. Zach Pack members will get first dibs on tickets, but save the date, November 19th. I will be back at the Bourbon Room. Also, the rumored season two Traders cast has just been announced, and the rumored cast includes Tamara Judge from The Real Housewives of Orange County, Mercedes Javid from MJ from Shaza Sunset, Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules, Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge, Janelle from Big Brother, Dan Gesling from Big Brother, Beth Starlazik from The Challenge, CT from The Challenge, Candy Burris from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Dr. Heavenly from Married to Medicine, Jack Stirrup from Below Deck, and Bergie from Love Island. Um, it's expected to begin filming this week, which also makes sense why Tamara wouldn't be with Shannon Bedore because maybe she possibly is out in Scotland filming season two of The Traders with Alan Cummings. Um, so looking forward to that. I predict that they're going to make Tamara Judge a traitor because like that would be it would be like making Brandy Glanville a traitor. And I feel like they're going to try to throw a plot twist at us. So I think Tamara is likely going to be a traitor on the new season. Also, in casting news, Leah McSweeney is rumored to be in talks with Bravo to join season or the next season of the rebooted Real Housewives of New York. 
I don't know if that's true. I try to dig into it. It doesn't look like that's the case. Sounds like it might shake things up for sure, but I don't. I don't think so. I'm going to swipe left on that theory. I don't think Leah would do it either way. I feel like she also didn't have the best experience experience on Ultimate Girls Trip that like there's no reason for her to come back. If she did come back, that would make the cast a little more exciting. I just don't think that it would actually happen. And I don't think like fans really care. Okay, let's get into Shannon Bedore because I know that's what a lot of people want to, to get an update on. Quickly to recap, Real Housewives of Orange County star Shannon Bedore was arrested Saturday night for a DUI. She was speeding, crashed into an apartment complex, led the scene then she parked her car in the middle of the street and then when authorities approached her she was like oh no i'm just taking my dog archie for a walk yes archie was with her so poor archie was probably you know flipping back and forth in the back seat because when you see the footage it is wild thankfully nobody was injured want to make that very clear nobody was injured according to jeff lewis it seems like Shannon did have some minor injuries I would assume a bruised ego, um, but for the most part, she seems to be okay. Her license will likely be revoked. She'll likely have to go to AA, take some sort of sobriety course. Tamara Judge said on Two T's in a Pod that she was shocked that she and Shannon were on a conference call on Sunday regarding their, I believe it's the, their Trace Amiga show, the live shows that they're doing. And she says that Shannon didn't mention anything, which was shocking to her. I believe they are in contact now and, you know, they're all trying to rally around and support Shannon. I think she even posted something on Instagram as well, but... Now, there is footage that has been released by TMZ. Um, it is it is pretty cuckoo crazy um, because you see her. It's black and white footage, but you do see Shannon kind of like just trailblazing through the streets of Orange County. And it was a bit jarring um, to see how fast she was going and to know that her dog was in the car and to just know that like at one point she like stops in the middle of the street and then just like tries to convince cops that she was just like taking Archie for a walk. Or maybe Archie was like, Hey mom, I got to go potty. And she's like, okay, let me just park my car in the middle of the street, get out and then, and walk you around town. It's bizarre. Here's the footage from TMZ. It really is strange. Look at this. They see me rolling. They hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. So you see her speeding down very narrow neighborhood. Um, crashes into the apartment complex, backs up, and then keeps going. Like, she was just like, oops, psych, backs up, and then drives off as if nothing ever happened. Literally, it happens so fast. And just the velocity that she is driving is insane. Like, I was thinking of that Icona Pop song. I crashed my car into the bridge and watched it burn. I don't care. Like, she really thought, like, I don't know if she thought she was going to get away with this. I don't know if she thought that she was, I mean, again, thankfully, nobody was walking down the sidewalk, but, like, the fact that she just is zooming on through and then there's a, a replay that's a little bit in slower motion. But like the fact that she really just thought she was going to skirt right through this one. I'm like, it's insane. Um, there are also rumors. These are rumors. These are unconfirmed. It's mainly just speculation. But rumors that Shannon was actually with John Jansen. John Jansen. She was with John Jansen earlier in the night, which made me think that maybe... You know, we know that her when her and John get together, they like to drink. Maybe they got into a fight um, and she decided to leave. Maybe they were just having a hookup situation because I hear that they might still be like hooking up on the side, even though they're officially broken up and not back together, which I think gives John Jansen the best of both worlds and whatever floats his boat. Right. But maybe, you know, as they were when they were together, you know, they hook up, they do their thing, they move on along um, and she doesn't get to spend the night. We know they never really spent the night together when they were together. So maybe that would make sense as to why she had Archie. Maybe she spent the day with him. Maybe they spent the night together. And then he was like, all right, babe, 
time to go, bedtime, and kicked her out. But I believe, again, more speculation that he's the one that was called and got Archie. All of this is unconfirmed at the moment, but it seems that John Jansen has been very involved in the aftermath outside of it. And now it appears she's entered counseling. She's possibly considering rehab. She doesn't know if she'll do inpatient or outpatient. Bravo cameras are not filming. I don't think that they're interested in filming any of this for the new season. Well, the season's already at the tail end that it wouldn't make sense that they're probably just going to immediately go into filming for the next season, season 18. Pretty sure this guarantees that Shannon and Gina will be back for next season. So we shall see. All right. So now we do have Selling Sunsets, Kayla Cardona coming up. But very quickly, I want to shout out my pals at Drizzly. As you guys know, summer is officially coming to an end, but that doesn't mean that I have to sacrifice my Aperol Spritz. Even when I'm too busy, you know, to run to the store, it's no problem because I've got Drizzly, which is the go-to app for drink delivery. Whether it's a night of watching Netflix, catching up on selling the OC, or a night of hosting with some pals. I'm going to have some pals over tomorrow. We're going to be watching the morning show. Might have to hit up Drizzly because Drizzly is here to be your partner in parties, meaning they're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so that you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door when you want it, all from the comfort of your couch. The convenience speaks for itself, and any true Housewives fan knows the importance of being a good party host, and a good host has Drizzly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com right now. Must be 21 or older to order. All right. It's 2023. Science has evolved. And there's no reason to waste time trying to recover from a night of drinking. You know what I mean? That dreaded next morning where your head is pounding and it feels hard to even get up and pee. It's literally the worst. That's why I invest in the scientific triumph that is morning recovery. It's scientifically formulated to help you bounce back after a night of drinking. It's made with ingredients like milk thistle and ginseng to help you recover from last night's fun. Might have to send some to Shannon Bador, but it's loaded with electrolytes and B vitamins that replenish lots of lost nutrients. It's seriously a game changer. I like to call it your new drink one before having a good time and wake up ready for anything drink. So head on over to morelabs.com and use code NOFILTER to save 25% off your first purchase. That's morelabs.com. Use code NOFILTER for 25% off your first purchase. morelabs.com, code NOFILTER. Links are in the description below. And while we're on the topic of my favorite things, things that I love, things that make me feel better, Chomps makes snacking simple. They're tasty meat sticks packed with mouth-watering flavor and only the best ingredients. Each delicious Chomps meat stick has the protein your body needs with over 9 grams per stick and zero sugar. They're low-carb, keto-friendly, allergy-friendly, and don't contain any fillers. My face may contain some fillers, but Chomps sure don't. Chomps sticks are simply made with natural ingredients that you can feel good about. Natural like my hair color. Easy and convenient. Well, actually, that's natural. My hair color isn't, even though I joke. But they're easy and convenient to throw in your bag, take on the go, no refrigeration required. That's why I love them. I carry them with me on the go, in between meetings, in between tapings. Available in nine flavors. My favorite is the jalapeno beef because I love a little spice. We're going to get a little... We're going to get a little spice in just a minute. But if you want to give Chomps a try, you can use code ZAC20 for 20% off your order at Chomps.com. That's code ZAC20, Z-A-C-K-2-0, at Chomps.com today. All right, shall we get into all the selling sunset tea? Because I've got a very special guest on the, on the podcast today and live with me on YouTube right now. 
please welcome from Selling the OC, the one and only. She's she's definitely good at stirring the pot. She's definitely good <laughs> at serving some hot takes. And I am very excited to chat with her today. Please welcome to the podcast, Kayla Cardona. How are you, my love? Hi. Good, Zach. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to chat with you. I was catching up. I just finished the finale of the latest season. And I feel oh, like... Yeah. I have so many questions right now. I've, a lot of people, I'm sure, has plenty of questions. So, but I'm here. I'm ready. I'm so excited to be here, and let's have some fun. Yes, people did send them some questions for you. We'll get into that. How do you feel though about season two? Got got it off the ground. We had season one came out, smash hit. Season two came. Are you feeling good? Do you feel like you've gotten a little redemption this season? Because I know season one was a little tough on you. I, I do. I do. I uh, Season two, my mentality coming in was, F it. I'm going to just go all in and have fun. And, you know, I don't take a lot of, of my cast members very seriously. So I was like, you know what? I don't really care what anyone thinks at this point. So I'm just going to have fun. Good for you. And you fun you did have. You came serving the looks. You came serving the tea. Um, do you feel like you got a little bit of vindication this season? I think so. Um, you know, I, there was a lot of hypocrisy, obviously, and, you know, just calling it out for what it was. So, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people definitely agree with that. Do you feel like part of the reason you came a little hard at Alex and Tyler this season was maybe because of some of the heat that you got last season? You know what? Okay, I'm going to be unfiltered, right? Okay. So to be completely honest with you, I didn't even know Holland Tyler was a thing. I had no idea. If you if you look, if you pay attention, you will not see me in any scenes with Hall or or talking about her or anyone talking to me about her or Tyler, right? I didn't even know that they were that was happening. And it wasn't really until I saw what I saw in Cabo mm. and I was like what? What is going on here? That's why I was like, you know, we'll we'll get into Cabo. I'm sure there's other questions, but I had no idea that they were even a thing. I had no idea what was going on. So when did you pick up on their vibe exactly? Um, it was well, we already knew, you know, they were flirting or whatever. Um, they've been doing that for a very long time. Let's be honest here. Um, but it really wasn't until Cabo. Okay, so another thing to clear up. So a lot of people are coming at <clears throat> coming at me because they're like, oh, you're, um, there was a scene where, um, you know, I claimed I saw Hall and Tyler kiss, and then they showed a, a, a clip of, of Tyler kissing on her neck or something, and they were on, like, these stairs. I have never, I didn't even know that they were on the stairs. I didn't even know what was going on. I was in my own little world dancing, like, with the people, mariachi, like I was having fun, <laughs> but it was, is because I witnessed them. They kissed in a speakeasy mm. at night when the cameras were off. So when they showed that clip, it makes it look like I'm lying, but I'm like, no, that's not what I was talking about. And so a lot of people are, are not a lot, but many people are coming at me like you're lying. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not what I was talking about, but okay. I didn't even know they were there. That's how much I was like in my own world. So it wasn't until I saw them kiss in the speakeasy and I was like, wait, what? Like there's something going on here. 
And I just thought it was funny. Like, I didn't really care. I just thought it was funny. Do you think that Hall and Tyler are still together to this day? I mean, were they ever together? I don't know. Do you think that they're together? They kind of left it open-ended at the finale. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. You don't think they're together. You don't think they're at least boning on the side. No, let me keep it real with you. Hall is a very like strong woman, right? She's very, I mean, she's a single mom. She's, you know, she, she holds it down. Yeah. Tyler is a very feminine man. And he's very much a yes man. Mm. So I don't see that being a thing because Hall would literally eat him alive. <laughs> maybe he and likes he, that. I maybe, but but it might be fun in the beginning. I don't know if they're a thing, but like that that's not gonna last long. I can tell you that much. <laughs> she can't take him serious. Let's let's be honest here, guys. <laughs> she cannot take him serious. <laughs> How are you and Tyler? I mean, we're, we're cordial. I mean, um, you know, I, we're, we don't talk. That's the thing. We don't talk. So do you feel like you guys were in a better place coming into season two as compared to, you know, some of the, the heat that there was between you two in season one or the tension? Um, I don't, not real. We're just, like I said, we're cordial. We had a lot of side conversations. They cut all those out. Like we've always been like just really cool, you yeah. know? Yeah, we never had issues. We 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 squashed whatever we had a long time ago. It's everyone else that's making it really a bigger deal. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the video with Tyler and Polly, because I feel like that was a big thing that kind of <laughs> was a consistent theme throughout the season. Yeah. Were you the one that was circulating the video? Cause it seemed like some like Polly was under the impression that you were kind of stirring the pot there. No. I never took the video. I never had the video. And I know watching season two, it was really confusing. They they didn't make it clear enough. I never had the video. Someone else took the video, but I knew about the video. In fact, I that night while it was happening, I was being FaceTimed in, in real time. And I was like, I can't see anything because it was like kind of farther away. And they were moving a lot because they were really, really drunk. I'm not going to say who, so don't ask. But they're really, really drunk. So they're like, look, and I'm just like, what's going on? And then apparently they made um, a video. And the reason being, really, it was because after what happened in season one, everybody had my back. Everybody did. So for them, it was like, you know, this is proving they were basically like having my back in regards to, you know, Polly giving me such a hard time you know, with what happened in season one, which was never a big deal. Uh, They made it way bigger than it was. But yeah, they were just basically having my back. But no, I never had the video. Um, Brandy was protecting the person that showed her the video. So that's why there was a lot of confusion there. I did not know my name was involved when it came to the video until that whole scene where Polly was like, you were showing people a video and I'm like, what are you talking about? So that's where it got really crazy. Yeah. Because she was accusing you of being the one that was kind of perpetuating this whole thing. I mean, with, I kind of feel like without taking accountability for like the fact that she was in that situation, like it, it, to me, it felt like deflection for like, you were literally in this situation with this guy, but yet you're going to focus on the fact that other people are talking about it when you're literally the one doing it. 
Well, that's what people do when they don't know how to take accountability or accept the fact that they are wrong. They try to distract you with other things that really don't matter. Like who the fuck cares about who showed what video where the fact is you did it point blank period. Like <laughs> stop trying to distract from what is really going on. I agree. A lot of love for you in the live chat right now. Polly's a manipulator. Kyla uh, always herself on the show, which is very true. Do you feel like there's ever any pressure to kind of like add a bit more drama to the show? Great question. So yes, like obviously, you know, I definitely have a spicier side of me. Um, I consider myself very feminine, but I do have my spicier side. Same. Um, And there are so many times where productions like Kayla, we need more, we need more spicier, we need attitude, we need more. And I'm like, oh my God, okay. And people don't understand like the pressure they put on us, you know, like I'll give you spicy, but dang, like right now, like, okay. You know, but um, you know, there was probably about 15 scenes, Zach, no joke, 15 scenes I was in, including plenty of real estate, all gone, not there. So do you feel like the show does focus on like your careers as much? Or do you think like the drama is really what the show's about? Jokes on everyone who really thinks the show is about real estate. <laughs> is that how it was pitched <laughs> to you? Like, did you think that it was going to be about that? Or did you kind of like see Selling Sunset and know what to expect going in? I saw Selling Sunset. I kind of knew what to expect. But I do feel like Selling Sunset in the beginning episode, or excuse me, beginning seasons were more about real estate. And then eventually it turned into more of the drama. So going into it, I did assume that it was going to be more about real estate, but they took that out real quick. Yeah. What do you think about Tyler's uh, divorce from Brittany Snow? What do you think really led to that ending? Because he's, he's known to be a bit of a flirt. Oh, really? <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> Um, what do I think about it? Well, it's none of my business, but I will say this for everyone watching. Go Google when she filed for divorce and go rewatch the show and see when Polly and Tyler made out. Mm, the tea. I just, is I feel like it's so hard to be in a relationship. Like, I'm sure you've dated guys that are just, like, total flirts, and they make you feel insecure. Like, have you, like, how do you even navigate? Do you think it's possible to date a guy that's a big flirt? No, and I've never dated a guy that was a big flirt, ever. Really? No. I, oh, yeah, I've n- never. I, I'm, the type of men I attract are not the type to just go and, like, do that, or at least in front of me. Because I'm a very valuable woman, like that, you would be dumb if you did that to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um. So you you have never had a thing with Tyler. I mean, aside no. from like some oh of gosh. the circulation in season one, you never crossed that line. Do you feel like he's kind no. of dabbled on that line with you? Well, yeah, of course. So just to like refreshen up everyone's memory, let's yeah. go back to season one, go back to the scene where I was having lunch with Tyler, apologizing about what went down and notice that he's apologizing to me too. Okay. A lot of people are forgetting this, these little details, details matter. He was apologizing to me too, because he knows that he was also contributing. But here's the thing. It wasn't like just me. It was the entire group 
of people at an after party, all having drinks in the jacuzzi. Everyone was, everyone had their tops off. And here's the thing, like the fact that they all decided to come after me when I was the most innocent one. I mean, go figure, whatever it is, what it is. The past is the past. But even the day after that incident happened, they were making fun of me because I was the only one in the jacuzzi with clothes on. So that just goes to show like people need to be reminded, pay attention to the behaviors during watching the show. You never see me flirt. You never see me cross the line. It's all word of mouth. That's all it is. So people are coming after me and they just repeat what they hear, right? I'm a husband. People don't know this TMI, but we're being unfiltered. Before that incident, I didn't even sleep with anybody for three years, okay? So that goes to show that I'm not easy, okay? My body is a temple. (laughs) Like, huh? Like, I am not that easy to hook up with. So for them to, like, slut shame me the way that they did, I'm – that that's just not even the case. <laughs> a lot of people are like, Tyler's not even her type. She would never have a thing with Tyler. I mean, listen, I would have it's a thing true. with Tyler, though. <laughs> I think Tyler's, like, good for a night. I don't know if he's good to keep around on the regs. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, at the time, it's like, you know, he was more of, like, the, the cute boy. You mm. know what I mean? He's not the masculine. My type is, like, the masculine alpha man, you know, not the... I don't <laughs> the baby back bitch. Yeah. <laughs> unfiltered, Zach. Unfiltered. Yeah, always unfiltered. <laughs> always unfiltered. How are you and Hall doing? Um, everyone needs to wait for season three. A lot oh. of that unfolds. Is season yeah, three already in production? E- e- we're pretty much done. Oh wow. Yeah. So we can yeah, expect so, that soon. Hopefully. Yeah, you don't see me and Hall interact really much in in season two but season three is gonna unfold a lot of tea now refinery 29 called her a total karen this season do you think that she's trying hard to kind of play that character like do you think she's trying to be like the christine quinn i don't think anyone can be like christine quinn let's just get that out of the way um but i think well I think um, Hall was just being herself. And if people want to call her, if she falls under that category of being a Karen, then maybe she is one. But I think Hall was was being herself. Do you think she's a Karen? In a lot of ways, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I wanted to like her on the show so much because we see so much of her. But like she mm-hmm. makes it really tough sometimes because she really just has this tough exterior. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like there's multiple sides to her, um, and I think you guys see a little bit more of that in season three. Would you ever branch out of the OC and maybe come on over to Sal and Sunset? I don't. I'm not quite sure if I uh, fit in that <laughs> <laughs> that crew. I would absolutely love to, but I just you know I don't know. Maybe with open arms. Who knows? Have you guys had much overlap with the the Sunset cast and the OC cast? Season three, yes. Okay. I I do have an interaction with a cast member from Selling Sunset, but I'm not. I can't say who. Oh. But it'll course. be fun. It's great. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay, so a good interaction. Oh yeah. Oh oh, all good. Yeah. 
Um, okay, we do have some questions that have come in for you. Tony on Instagram wants to know if you style yourself on the show. I do. I do. Absolutely. Um, yes, I have so much fun. I've been into fashion my whole life. So, yes. Um, Amy McFarlane asks if you've spoken to Alex Hall about how often she calls you crazy. <laughs> I don't have to speak to Hall to know how often she calls me crazy. She, She's very consistent in calling me that. If you just Google it, they're all over the place. But, you know, at this point, it's kind of like, you know, I don't take it personal. I just feel like she's projecting. So It's so interesting. I feel like she always has issues with the other ladies at the Oppenheim group. Like she always, but she always like tries to position herself as a bit more of the victim in things. Like, even though mm. it's like she keeps having conflict with people, but then she tries to make it seem like it's the other people that are coming for her. Mm. And it, yeah, no, it's, it's funny how the tables have turned because they were trying to call me the victim season one. And then, you know, when your true colors are coming out and you're being called out on your bull crap, you're all of a sudden the victim. Hmm. Funny how that works. Yeah. Because I had no problems taking accountability. I said sorry about things I shouldn't have said sorry about. So you, it just goes to show we're very different. Yeah, you definitely got grilled. You took the heat. There wasn't I don't think there was a lot of deflection on your side of things, whereas I feel like maybe some of the other cast members don't know how to take accountability. But one thing you are good at is holding other people accountable as well, yourself <laughs> included. But you'll be like, nope, Rose, you said this. And this is, you know, you said yeah. It. Well, which, by the way, I didn't want to get involved in that conversation. Production kind of was like, Kayla, go in there. And I'm like, wait, what? I, I, why would I do that? Like, this is a conversation between them two. And then I saw Jarvis actually shaking. And then I was like, oh, okay, let me step in really quick. Because I, I get very protective when it comes to my friends. And it was really difficult because Jarvis and Rose are my friends. So when I saw Jarvis literally shaking and then... It was Rose event, so she had all her friends, so she was very comfortable. And so I was like, oof, okay, let me just get in there and, and see what I can do here. Um, but in real life, I want to have jumped in. It's none of my business. Who would you say on the cast is maybe the most authentic, and who do you think uh, you know, allows production to influence their decisions a bit more? I would say, can I choose me for authenticity? Because. Sure. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Um, definitely myself. Um, I would say the new cast member Harper is very authentic. Um, you don't see our relationship, um, which by the way, Harper is like your number one fan. She is, oh. she absolutely adores and loves you. Alexandra Harper. Um, so she, when I told her I was going to be on this, she was like, Oh my God, tell us AI. I think she's in the live uh, chat right now. Oh, is she? Yeah. Hi, Harper. I love you. Hi, we Harper. love you. <laughs> um, and the one that is easily swayed. Oh, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Ugh. I will say this. I think. I think Geo puts on show geo because... drives me the craziest i'm not a geo <laughs> i'm not i've tried in like the first episode season when i was like okay let's see where this goes and i'm like i can't i can't subscribe to his vibe <laughs> so 
I adore Gio. I always have. Um, in real life, he's just the biggest teddy bear in the world. But mm. when the cameras are on, he puts on like the show, which is, you know, either you love him or you hate him. And it's great. It works for a lot of some people. And, you know, but in real life, he's such a doll and he's really nothing like his shows on the on the show. Yeah. I think I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but G- I'm like, Gio, if you just like showed us a little bit more of like the real you, a little more vulnerability, I think people would come around to him. They would warm up to him, but he feels like yeah. he's just a big personality, a big character. Yeah. And it was funny. Cause I talked to him before we started filming season two and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm going to come in more of myself and relax. And as soon as we started filming, I just looked at him and I'm like, yeah, that's not really going with what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he plays a great part what would you say kind of hooked you in, into wanting to be in the real estate game to begin with uh to be quite honest with you more money mm. um you know before i went to real estate i was full-time as a barber and i was bartending and i was tired of being on my feet i started getting back problems knee problems and i had a very high-end clientele and that's when they you know said you would be really good in real estate. And I was like, huh, that is so random between a barber and realtor. Like what? (laughs) I didn't even like own a laptop at the time. Like, but, um, you know, I got my license, I entertained it. And one thing led to another. And now I'm on Netflix. Like it's crazy how it worked out. Do you regret joining the show or do you think that it's opened up a lot more opportunities that the heat that comes with it is kind of warranted? Um, I definitely don't regret it. It has opened so many doors for me and it has become a platform for other things that I'm doing. Um, You know, I literally devote my life to helping other people and um, I'm creating a coaching program. I'm writing a book, like I'm doing a lot of things. So it's definitely allowing me to be on a bigger platform. The heat that I'm getting, honestly, it doesn't get to me. It really doesn't because I know me and I know where I come from. I literally come from nothing. And if people understood what my story and where I come from to where I'm at now, they wouldn't be saying the things that they're saying. So I don't, I don't, I'm not affected. Do you wish that we got to see more of that story? Like, I feel like we kind of scratched the surface with it last season, but I feel like mm-hmm. there's so much more to you that we haven't quite seen, which is always a challenge when you're on an ensemble cast. Well, that's the thing. I shared so much more of my story in season two. I even talked about the father of my child. They cut all of that out. So they just want to focus on other things and which is understandable because, you know, whatever it takes to get more views. But here's the thing. There's only eight episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Each episode is like, what, 40 minutes? We're filming for three to four months. Yeah. So there's so much that is cut down. I mean, Brandy had a lot of real estate that was cut out. Rose had a lot of real estate that was cut. Like there were so many things that were just meaningful, but it was all cut out. What do you wish they would have shown more of you on the show? Or like which parts of your story do you feel like you haven't really gotten to, to share that you would like people to know more about? Well, more of my real estate. I had real clients. I was showing plenty of real estate. I actually um, rang the bell twice. So within that time frame, that was a very proud moment for me. And they only showed one. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's when I realized the show is not about real estate. 
and it's about the drama. Do you see yourself yeah. staying on it much longer? Or like, do you see your like moving forward? Do you see yourself doing more reality TV? Or do you see yourself doing sticking to kind of real estate as like the sustainable career choice? You know what? I don't know. Um, I think, I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to pray about that one. Cause I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I want to go. I just feel like, you know, I never planned or expected to be on this show in the first place. And the yeah. fact that it happened for me, it's probably one of the best things that has happened for me. So I just don't know where it's going to take me. So I'm just going to al- allow God to handle that for me. So I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Katie girl says she noticed a lot less Rose this season. What mm-hmm. was your take on the whole Rose Jarvis drama and where do you see that moving into season three? So, you know, again, I'm friends with both of them and I absolutely adore both of them. However, you know, Rose was saying a lot of very personal things that she shouldn't have been saying about Jarvis and, and her uh, now husband And, you know, especially knowing that we're on camera and the whole world is going to see, there's just some things you should not talk about. And they cut a lot of that out. And so that's why it was kind of confusing Yeah, (laughs) because the whole story weren't there. How it unfolds in season three, I'm not sure how much more they're showing in season three, but all I do know is they are not on talking terms. Do you feel like Rose was kind of just like having gossip kiki sessions or do you feel like she was very conscious of the fact that she was bringing these things up on camera and maybe there was an ulterior motive? I think that Rose was really hurt because Jarvis is claiming that they've never been friends. And so I feel like a lot of moments Rose didn't know how to express herself And also, again, I watched it too. She did get a lot of pressure from production to talk about certain things. Um, But at the end of the day, I love you, Rose. But at the end of the day, you can say no. Yeah. And she didn't choose to do that. So I'm curious what you think. Bethany Frankel, who is uh, one of the breakout stars of The Real Housewives of New York, she's coming forth in the press with this like reality reckoning where she wants to talk about how reality uh, producers and production companies, they kind of like influence people's decisions and they, you know, push people to do a certain thing. And sometimes they're exploiting people or taking advantage of them. Um, What's your take on that? Because I've heard other reality stars. I just recently had on Adrena Patridge, who was on The Hills, who um, I know shared a producer with the Selling Sunset and Selling the O.C., um, shows that I she seems to think like listen we all signed up for this we know what we're doing producers will influence certain things but we at the end of the day have a choice whether or not we want to engage in that or participate in that other mm-hmm. reality stars I feel like are kind of teaming up with Bethany to say that no I feel like they're actually reality stars that are no longer on television but they seem to feel like they were influenced to do certain things that they didn't feel were authentic to them what's your take on that I I agree I agree with having the pressure to do things that we don't want to do or say. Um, And I would say half of us, (sighs) season one, it was difficult because we didn't know that we could say no. Mm. We, We didn't know we had any control. So I think in season two, it was a little different for some of us. And, um, you know, you can say no to certain things, but, Sometimes you hear things like, oh, you know, one time I heard, 
um, one of the crew members say, you know, we need, we need a, um, was this season one? We need to get, um, for a season finale, we need to get the next season. We need to get the next season, like make it happen. And it's just like, you know, um, but I will say, I feel like my cast, <laughs> we're really good at like, being like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that or say that. Like, yeah. I feel like, no offense to any other shows, I feel like my cast, whole, I'm talking to everybody, yeah. is really good at, like, being themselves and just knowing when to say no for the most part than, yeah. than other shows, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like your cast, I mean, I also feel like a lot of you guys like already, I think it's different when you have a show that's based off of, you know, people's careers rather than, you know, people kind of being cast on an ensemble show. Because when you come in and you already have a career, you know, you're going to have that beyond the reality show. And so there's not really a pressure to be a reality star because you know you're going to be fine and you're already successful in your own right. Agreed. And also I think um, some people on reality shows... Um, are, are including some on mine, are actual actors, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna unfiltered. I'm gonna keep it real. Like that that kiss with Holland Tyler at the end. Think I think that, was, that was for ratings. That didn't. That wasn't a real thing. Come on. I find it so interesting. <laughs> Come on. I find it so interesting that they had that that scene and they're making out and they're leaning into this, which has been a build up all season. And then they're still friends to this day. That I'm just like, well, I felt like you were building us up to think that you guys were going to be in a relationship, and then you guys never took that anywhere. So like, what was the point of making out in the hot tub for the finale? <clears throat> Views. <clears throat> <laughs> do you think that Hall really does kind of want to be like that breakout star on the show? Do you think that's what she's kind of pushing herself into? I, I'm not sure if she's the one that's pushing herself. I think the people making the show is trying to push her to be the star. I just, does that make sense? Yeah. I just think she, she has so much potential, but like, she just like the walls are up that it's like, if we just let the walls down a little bit and maybe, you know, Stop she fighting lets, with everybody. She she lets the walls down a little bit in season three. Oh, in a good way? Or I, I hope if they edit accurately and they don't cut out a bunch mm. of stuff like they did in season two. But I, I think she lets some walls down in season three. Ooh, uh, Katie Girl said that was not their first kiss. <laughs> Obviously, I saw them kiss at the speakeasy that was not on camera. Ah, Anyways, whatever. There's a it lot of, I feel like there's a lot of that on your show. Like we saw this, but it wasn't on camera. Oh no, that's not true. That's like, I mean, you went through that in season one. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to season three. What else yeah. are you working on right now outside of, of selling the OC and obviously selling the OC? Yeah. Yeah. So I do. Um, well, right now I do have the biggest listing in Newport Beach, um, Corona Del Mar to be specific. Um, so I have that right now. I have a few other things going on. But um, like I said, I'm working on a book. I'm uh, working on a coaching program. I'm getting booked to speak more on stages. I'm going to start traveling. Um, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia at the beginning of um, the first week of December. So I'll be posting everything. So everyone that's watching, please follow me on my Instagram. I, I'm mostly active on my Instagram, but I post everything on what's coming up. 
Um, but yeah, I, I have a lot of things going for me. So I'm really excited. I mean, listen, you have such an empowering story and I feel like people will resonate with that because like everybody's been through something. I think you've been through a lot and you've really built yourself up from the ground up, um, which I can relate to and really admire about you. And I think when you build from the ground up, it means so much more than when you you kind of are a serial real estate or you come from a family that does real estate and you kind of just get well you know, very easily brought into the game. Um, when you have to work for something, it means so much more. When it takes you two, three times as long to get there, you know the grit that it took to get there and you know how strong you are and how unbreakable you are and how you will power through anything moving forward. And I think that grit very much shines on the show with you. Thank you, Zach. That means everything to me. I appreciate that. Listen, and people agree. Kayla is a badass, adore. Look at that. Everyone's rooting for you. Kayla has a powerful story. And listen, the book, when the book is out, I can't wait to read it. I'm excited for it. Kayla, thank you so much for joining and chatting with me today. Thank you so much, Zach. Anytime, if you guys, if you want me back, let me know. Yes, I'm I think we need it. to have you and Harper again together. Oh, my God. Yes. That oh, my God. Fun. I bet she's dying right now. She's watching. But yes, she would love that. Okay, well, I would love that. We're, we're in. We'll set that up. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you so okay. much, my love. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful evening. You too, babe. Mwah. Oh, I mean, come on. What an incredible story. She always keeps it real. She always keeps it 100. And that's one thing that I do love about Kayla. I want to like Hall so bad because we see so much of Hall. And listen, Tyler is a cutie patootie. But I just feel like of all of them, the ones, the one that really, you know, puts her heart on the table is Kayla. And I agree, you guys. She has a powerful story. She's a total badass. I'm, I'm here for all of it. Well, I think that's, that's all I have for today. We talked a lot. Oh, we have a, a super sticker from Brittany. Yeah, what Urkapaya said, call an Uber, not your ex. Oof, that's a good one. That was a campaign that Uber did with Tom and Raquel, remember? I actually have a shirt that says, call an Uber, not your ex. I'm going to have to pull that out when we're breaking down the Shannon Bedore stuff. But all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode or today's episode of No Filter with Zach Peter. We broke down the Shannon Bedore stuff. We talked about season two of The Traders. We got into all of the selling the OCT with Kayla. Give her a follow. Show her some love. I'll put her handles in the description below. That way you guys can give her a follow and continue to, to watch her journey unfold. I appreciate you guys for supporting me. Juicy Scoop was a blast. I see everybody's really nice comments, um, which mean a lot to me. I'm very grateful that Heather gave me the platform and the opportunity and I cannot wait to hopefully come back again soon. But thank you guys for all the love and all the support that you've shown to me. Um, give me a follow at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me all over the internet. Or you can give the show a follow at No Filter with Zach for all the latest reality TVT, baby. Go and give us some love, love in the club. And if you want to, want to follow, follow Kayla, you can follow her at MS Miss Kayla. Cardona, C-A-R-D-O-N-A, Kayla Cardona, Miss Kayla Cardona on the Instagram. All right, guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Leave me an Apple Podcast review if you're loving the show and stay tuned. Catch me live at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, November 19th. Mark your calendar now. Zach Pack will have first access to tickets. All right, guys, love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.